So on the midnight caller line, we have Hopi Dopey from the Real Rant Room. Hi, guys. I'm interested in her religion. So you would call yourself an atheist? Um, so I actually learned the term atheist because of my ex, because he's a real atheist. He believes in all um, scientific stuff. I didn't know the term atheist until I met him. All I knew is that I was christened as a baby. Um, my grandfather played the organ in church at Christmas, in a big church in my hometown. But I didn't actually have a belief in God or anything above. So when I learned the term atheist, that is what I would class myself as now. So what religion were you christened in? Christian. Um, I was given a Christian baptism. I've done my children as well because um, my parents did it for me because they weren't thrusting a religion upon me, but they did it so that I had an opportunity to believe in that if I wanted to. And I did the same for my children. My daughter wasn't um, Christian until she was five. My son was a baby. We did them together um, so that they have an opportunity to believe in God if they want to. And they've been Christians and welcomed into it, if that's what you want to call it. But it's not thrust upon them. And it's the same as what I had as a child. So here's an interesting concept to me. So you don't believe in God, but what what is it that you don't believe in, for example, what would, what's the definition of God for you? So, um, I don't, I say God in a loose term. I think there's a lot of different religions that call it a different person. And I think it's a higher being that they praise to, they worship, they have beliefs, and they run by these beliefs. Whatever religion it is, I respect every religion, and I think they all have different terms. I'm just using the term God because it's the only one I know. I know there's Allah, I know that there's Buddha ones, I know there's all different ones. Um, all I know is I just do not believe myself in a higher being. Um, I, I don't know what I believe as a child. I went through trauma, but as an adult, I went through worse trauma. So I think it was harder for me to believe. And then when I did say to someone religious, well, if I had a God, how can they put me through this? And people go, well, because they did it for a reason, because they're strong enough. Now I've learned as an adult that religious people wouldn't do that, but I'm just going by what I learned. I just, in my head, I don't have anyone I look up to above me for me, my higher being would be my grandmother, who was a Norwegian lady that helped um, fight people out of the Cyprian War and smuggle people out to save their lives. She had MS, multiple sclerosis her whole life. She was going to die when she was 25. She lasted until she was 75. She donated her body to the science um, of MS her whole life, the Cambridge University in England, and she was donated in death. And because of that, we found out research to help people with MS. So me, as someone with illness, in my head, when I'm struggling, I think, well, my grandma did this, my grandma did that. That's my higher being, is my grandmother. But I don't have a person, I don't want to belittle anyone, but I don't have a person in the sky, I don't have someone that I'm praying to, I don't have that. I, I have my own version of it, which is my grandmother. So when you're talking about God, you're basically talking about the generic definition or the definition of the different religions. Yeah, it's someone that I don't, do you know what, I don't, I can't, I don't want to comment on it because I don't know enough about it. I don't go. 
Well, this like, you, you're not bad mouthing any religions. You're just telling us what you believe. No, my my dad's a born again Christian, and he believes in it wholeheartedly. And I support him in that. He asked me to go with him. I said no. I I just don't believe in it. But I I wholeheartedly support my dad, and he's big in it. Um, I have nothing against it. I just I can't believe something that's not there. I'm not going to just make it up in my head because someone else wants me to do it. I don't know if it's, I just never, because I went through a really bad childhood with my mother. I just, I think, even though I was Christian and stuff, I wasn't taken to church as a child and I went through a really bad time. I think that breeds, breeds the fact that there's no one there for you. If you're, if you're a child and you're going through a really bad time, you've got no one there for you because my dad wasn't there at the time. He was going through his own stuff. I think that breeds it to you having, what are you going to believe in if you're there struggling on your own as a child? There's nothing for you to go, oh, yeah, I can look up to that. I think that contributed to it. But I have, you know, I've had people really close to me really trying to encourage me. I I, I just can't. I, I, I'm i not a fake person. I'm not going to make it up. I will be honest about it. I just can't. There's nothing I can connect with there. For me, it's looking up to people that have been through stuff, that have died for their rights. Those kind of things. That's the kind of people I look up to. I think it's really interesting, and it almost seems like it's not fair. So, not fair in the fact that, so you don't believe in God, basically, and you haven't had anything in your life that has shown you otherwise so far. No, nothing. I've had nothing. In fact, um, if I've wanted to try and believe, I've had something that says me the opposite. Like, no, this isn't it. But you know what? Um, you know, it doesn't affect me because I've never had it. I don't believe in it. If I've never had it, I don't believe in it. It doesn't affect me. And like I said, for me, when I'm going through a hard time, I think of my grandmother. My grandmother was told she was going to die in her 20s. She got diagnosed with MS in her teens. She fought. She fought. I, I saw her throughout my childhood, to my adulthood. I was lying with her the day she died. That, for me, is a powerful woman. That's the kind of woman I want to look up to and go, Grandma, what advice do I need in my head right now? What do I need to get me through this? That's my, that's my person. So it's not that I don't have anyone. That is my person. It's just I don't have the same person as everyone else. Does that make sense? Yeah, I'm makes not sense. suffering because of it. No, 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 no. And you're 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 very respectful of the other religions too. I've noticed. I really I want to understand it more than anything because obviously at school you learn about just the main religions, but it's the other religions I want to learn about. I want to learn about everyone. I'm very respectful of everybody, but in the in the same time, I feel like people need to be respectful of mine because I don't like when people shove it down my throat. But you need to believe this. You need to do this. I don't I don't agree with that and. I think people are truly religious. They don't want to shove it down people's throats. It's like when my dad tried to get me... My dad was never religious, by the way. My dad, believed, my dad began born a Christian. He'll come on my channel and explain it, but it was maybe in his late 50s, because he'd be about 60 now. I'm not very great at good all that, but... Um, so he, he was a late believer, and he really tried getting me into it. And I'm just like, you know, Dad, I, I just can't, but I respect you, and... You know, so even with him, I try to understand it. I've tried learning about it. They do, they even do classes, online classes with my dad's uh, religion that you can learn about it. And I'm very respectful of it. I want to learn about everybody. I, I really do. Um, I'm nothing against it. And I feel like in, 
this day and age, we should all be able to believe in whatever we want to believe. If it makes us a better person and it, it gives us some sort of relief or comfort, then so be it. Whatever it is, so be it. And that's my belief. So a lot of your religious experience, from what you've told me so far, sounds like a lot of it is tradition. Very traditional stuff. So I went to an infant school. Infant school is what you would call kindergarten over there. We were attached to a church. So I was actually Mary. <laughs> I was Mary in the school play, believe it or not. I was Mary in the play group. Um, I was picked as Mary. I played the role as Mary. We did all that every year. We did Easter. So it was, the, it was always Christian, or um, maybe sometimes Catholic, but our school was involved with that. So, and also, I went to school with, we had Muslims in my class, only a few of them, because I lived in an old rural country town in the middle of nowhere. So it was very few, but we we, we were taught to respect her, really. That, well, by my mum and by my parents, we were taught to respect everybody, and I think that's what we should do, whoever they are. There's something I noticed when you're dealing with traditions and churches, it makes a lot of their beliefs seem like fairy tales, doesn't it? Um, it does on the surface of it. Yeah. But if you really listen to it, it doesn't. Um, and I'm the kind of person where I do listen to it. Um, whatever religion it is, this is just me. I can't talk about people. On the surface of it, it does make it sound like fairy tale. But if you really want to listen, you're really interested in learning, you will learn properly. And you won't just learn from a superficial person. You'll learn from someone that really respects and believes in their religion. I've had many Muslim friends. I've had debates, you know. Um, when we've been on a night out having a drink, we've had debates and stuff, you know. Um, it's because I respect, we all respect each other and we can talk about these things. But if you really believe in it, I think my ideal world, if I, for me, as uh, an atheist, if I want to, I can take something I respect from each religion I know about and still go by that without believing in the religion. I think there's a lot to learn within each religion. I think there's a lot of faults as well, but I think there's a lot to learn. And I think we can all do well if we learn from each other, and that's with religion and in life. I don't see how you could ever lose in a debate, though, because you're just talking about your experiences. Yeah, I, I mean, how I could you ever lose? A healthy conversation when you have different opinions, you know? Right, yeah. It's not an argument. It's not an argument, it's a debate because you're having different opinions and stuff. I had those kind of, I was very lucky to have that. Well, I wasn't so lucky to have those kind of friends. I chose my friends. But we would talk about these things. I would, I did have a, the occasional friend that would be like overpowering, like, no, you've got to believe this. But how can you learn from each other if you don't, if you're not willing to? You have to be willing to. It, it's, and this is about, when I talk about this, this is religion and everything. This is sexuality, belief, gender, everything. Everything. Literally everything. And I think one of the other reasons why um, I'm a bit funny with it is I do have a, tra my sibling, my main full-blood sibling, I have six siblings, six and a half, my full-blood sibling is transgender. So for me... If I was to believe in some of these religions that other people do, I'd have to be against my own full blood sibling because they don't believe in that. And for me, that is heartbreaking. I would never want to be that to my full sibling. And I've had other friends that have grown up 
with sexuality and stuff as well. And I'm not talking about any religion in specific. I'm just saying, for me, I've gone through a bad time. I've gone through my experiences. Then I have siblings, uh, you know, with their sexuality. And if I was to go by a religion, it would make me against them. And I'm not willing to do that. I'd rather stay in my own lane with my own creation, look up to my grandmother, God bless her, and go, okay, fine, I believe in that, but this is where I'm staying. I'd hope the reason why you didn't believe isn't just because of sexuality, though, because no, no, that that's really just very, church doctrine, uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, my no, what I'm saying is mine was way earlier on than that. I'm just saying what also backs it up was the stuff I went through, and then the fact it just adds to it. That's all I'm saying. Um, otherwise, I would have mentioned the sexuality earlier on. Right. Um, I think people that are truly religious and truly believe in their faith, um. They're open to everybody. The same as I'm being open to everybody, even though I don't have a someone up there, I'm being open. People that are really, truly into their religion, they're open to everybody, they love everybody, they appreciate everyone, and they respect everyone. That's true religion, but unfortunately, people out there that aren't truly into it, and it's a shame. And I think, in my head, and it might not agree with everyone, in my head, I wish we could just take a little bit from everybody and all respect that one thing, you know? In an ideal world, we'd all do that. And I just think everyone needs to love and respect whatever we believe in, whatever it is. All I'm saying, it makes me a bit more guarded because even though I didn't believe in it all along because of my own experiences, but then I have a transgender sibling, which my transgender sibling only became transgender when they were 30 and I was 29, which was only a few years ago. So it had nothing to do with before that. Um, I'm just saying it adds to it, you know? And I, all I can ask is I just wish everybody would love and respect whatever they believe in, you know? You know, I think you wanted to interview Jay. Are you guys still haven't talked to each other after that one night? No, um, he blocked me. I told you when you oh, yeah, yeah, he blocked me. Uh, because I asked him for an apology, and because he was trying to say to me that he was abused and shit back, you know, and I'm like, but Jay, you know, I was an abusive relationship myself, but you shouted at me on my panel because you thought I was talking about someone. Yeah, it was, it was a complete misunderstanding. Like, it was ridiculous. Right, there you go. Not, not, but, it was um, a non-issue. I think, but the only thing um, I can say is he's very young. Um, he seems a lot older. I even thought he was a lot older. He's actually very young. Um, he moved to America for whatever reason when his family's over here. And I think he's very misunderstood and he's trying to get somewhere in life and he's trying to make himself feel more powerful. I think, and I don't want to say this out of turn, he was in this Catholic religion over here and he went through abuse in England whilst in the Catholic religion. I think that's why he ran away from his family to America. I think that's why he joined what he did. Um, that's just me from what he told me, and I I wouldn't want to talk about it any further because I just I, it's not my place. Right, that's fine. Um, if he if he wants to come back into it, or you know, I sent him your details before he wrote me. Yes, he has them. Um, you know, if he if he reaches out, he does, and um, I think he got a bit steamy on YouTube. Not just for me; it was on other channels. So maybe. He felt like shutting down. I hope he reaches out. I think he needs some understanding, and I think he needs some support. I think he went to the wrong place for it. 
Um, I feel for him, whatever he went through over here. I do know he's coming back in September to England. Um, if I can reach out to him before then, I will. He, when I say he's young, he's like 23, 24. He's really young. And he went to America in 2018, which makes him like, I don't know, really young. So, um, all I know is that some of the things that he said doesn't quite go along with the religion he follows. Um, um, I think he... As far as the religion he follows, I know that... Do you call it a religion, Jeremy? Do we call it a religion? Yeah. Do we, what do we call it? We don't even know. Uh, what do we call it? If it's a set of beliefs, yeah, I, I would definitely call it a religion. Beliefs, mm-hmm. okay. It's a set of beliefs, and I know he's legitimate because of the things he told me. He wouldn't have known if he wasn't really involved in it. He he's done sacrifices, and if you saw the lives I did when I talked about it to him, I did kind of interview about it because I was curious. I did ask. You know, I can um I ask him questions on Instagram. I can uh, just between me and you, I can share the questions I ask him. I don't think he would meander me about that because I was curious when I found out. I didn't know anything about it other than what I've seen on film. Right. And I did ask him some questions. And he answered them. So um, I'm happy to share them with you in private. Um, but I do know when he said he came over because I was talking about playing this game where you look up maps, and he said, "Oh yeah, if you think." Satanist or whatever in England, they'll all respect me. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm not really interested in that. I'm just talking about playing a game outside, but okay. But I did ask him. I, I did ask him questions because I was curious when I found out. Um, but I'm very respectful of it, and he knows that, which is why he answered me. I'm more than happy to share that with you. Um, and I, then there's nothing in secret. I know he did sacrifices. I know he cut his finger badly by accident by doing one. Um, I know that kids aren't involved. Um, kids are never involved in his opinion um, but blood and um, oh what I can share so and I was talking about this with my friend the other day actually so he um, what do you call it so he worships the person he worships is a female it's not a male it's a female um, the only one I can compare it to you know you've got like the Greek gods you know the Greek gods with all the different names Mm-hmm. So Satanists have the same. So the one that he worships is female. So he has to do certain things to the female to show the female respect so that he gets stuff in his life. Does that make sense? Yeah, sort of. Um, that's what I do know, which I was mown blind by because do you know the name of it? Huh? Do you know the name? Um, I can look it up on my phone um, if he messaged it to me, um, but I was mind blown. I'm going to look it up now. Do you remember if I told you the name? Go for it. Someone else is asking. Was it Balfamet? Balfamet? I don't remember. Maybe. It was the main uh, female one. I'm going to look through my message now and send you the name anyway, but whatever it was, I was mind blown because in my head, the devil was always like a man. Oh, the devil. I think all the demons are neither male nor female. Right. But that just shows my non-understanding of it, which is why I asked him, but 
what I understood from what he told me, so basically the only way I can compare it is about the great gods. So you've got all the different ones, and you, if you're Satanist, you can praise these different people. So he praises his certain one that's female. Uh, that's right. He, he called them lords, though, didn't he? He called them lords. Yeah. Or so gods or something. Then those people, so they praise them, and then the ones they praise praises one specific main person. That's the only way I can explain it. Okay. So it's like, I don't know, it's like us all praising the Greek gods and then the Greek gods praises one main god. That's the only way I can describe it. That's how I took it. it to me I it's interesting, it. and there's different kinds of Satanists, and there's a kind of Satanist that also they believe in the Bible, you know, word for word, but they're just on the other side of the debate, you know, where they think that... Exactly, and what he was saying... Um, someone said, because actually I can give you, um, for Betty, Betty Washam, if you go on one of her panels, I'll find out which one it was. He actually came on that and I asked him about it when I was on panel and we talked about it. I will try and find that one for you to look at because it's public knowledge, um, that you won't mind. And it was Betty that said to me, mm, some of what he's saying is a bit weird because what he's saying is what goes with religion, not Satanism. I'm like, okay, because I didn't know, because I'm not religious, I'm not Satanist, I'm not either way. So um, that's what makes me think he's a bit confused, is where he praises Satan in certain things, but then he praises God in others, and it's a bit. Right. That's why I say I think he's confused and he's young. Okay, okay. That's not to be what people believe in. But I, I really do think he does, I know he does, what do you call them, um, sacrifices, but as far as I'm aware, they use their own blood. I think it's you interesting that you have... Did you see my video on the night I met a demon? No, what? I have a video called The Night I Met a Demon. Have you seen that video? Oh, is that the one where you asked about me and Jay? Because I saw that one, but no, I didn't see no, the that, one before. That, that wasn't No, that I haven't. One. Yeah, so I have a no, video... I have, to watch that one. I have a video about The Night I Met a Demon, and that's a true story, by the way. So it's interesting to me that you have people that have met demons, you have people that have worshipped demons, you have people, and these are all people that say that, you know, because unless it happened to you, it's just somebody that says they've had that experience, you know. And you have people that say they've met God and Jesus Christ himself. Then there's people who haven't, you know. It doesn't seem fair, does it? It doesn't seem fair to me. Sorry, you know what's funny about that is um, I've actually died a couple of times because of health conditions and stuff. And this is what makes me even not believe even more. Mm -hmm. I've met people that have been in comas and they've been in situations, and I've been in near death and very, very, very close to them. I've died and been brought back to life. Never had an experience like that. Never. What did you have? I've always had nothing. I wasn't aware. Okay. <laughs> I was dying and back to life. But I've heard of people that were not relig- religious before. They had a near-death experience. I had one once when I fell down the basement stairs on my mum's backwards, okay. and I had my life flash before my eyes. And it happens in a reel of all your memories in a reel, like really fast film reel. I've never had anything else. And that what made, made me question it a bit more is because I looked at these other people going, they're not religious. They have a near-death experience and they experience people that they've lost. I, I tell you what I did have. When my grandma died, which I was telling you about, I had traveled quite far to be with her. 
I'd lied with her and I'd lied in bed as she was passing away and I went into really weird, deep, serenic sleep. I'd never slept like it. And then I had to leave to drive back to my family and my children, which is a few hours away. And by the time I got home, I think I'd fallen asleep and I found out she'd died as I was asleep. And I remember being deliriously tired and I looked up and I saw this lady with a little boy. And my... My, there's my mum on my Norwegian side there's my mum no so there's my uncle my mum then my younger uncle my youngest uncle had died a year before and I just saw this woman next to me and a little boy and in my head when I woke up the next day I found that my grandma had died and then my uncle died a year before I thought that's my grandma letting me know and I've never experienced anything like it I didn't look into it too much like in my head I was half asleep that's the only experience I've ever had but I've never had and that was when she was dying and she died. But when I died and brought back, I've never had an experience. And yet I've heard so much about it. Yeah, I've been in that situation so many times and I've never had anything. You know, I've woken up and family's like, could you hear me? We're talking. I'm like, no, I, I'm not aware. But I'd love to have it. I'm not saying I wouldn't. Not, I'm not saying <laughs> no, I wouldn't no. die. It just doesn't seem fair. People but have I'm experiences not, and it seems like you're left out here. I really, do you know what? It's kind of like that. I really feel like, especially the amount of times I've been really sick and been very close to it. Like, God, give me, give me experience. Come on. I mean, if but you, you know if you what? look at this, if if everything is exactly like some people think, so there's a God, and the, which is a person. So there's this person, this God that the most important thing that's ever lived. You know, the first created everything. You know. And you die and you meet this God. I mean, you would know that it's God, you know. And some people... Not necessarily. I follow, I follow a lot of... Um, I love watching haunted stuff. And I follow the really genuine people um, that look into it. And I know a lady who's actually... Doesn't, doesn't as far from me. I don't want to say the name. But she... They had a haunting in her house, and then she had a near-death experience, and she's giving birth, and she got to meet her mum, and she got to meet the person haunting her house. And it wasn't a bad experience. It wasn't a God experience. It was a very calm, serene, everything's going to be okay. Here's your mum. Even though you've died giving birth, everything's going to be okay. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. I'm not talking about dying and nearly meeting God. The, the experience that I'm in about is meeting a serene and the only thing I have close to that is when my grandma was dying and I literally fell asleep next to her and I've never had such a calm, deep, peaceful sleep. It's actually like two young children. When you have two young children, you, you don't get sleep. And I had this real deep, I can't explain it, I just had this deep, very calm, very peaceful sleep. And then when I left, she was still alive, but she was, found out she was dying later on. So not everything means, oh, you're going to suddenly see a light, you're going to see God in the sky, you're going to see this. It can just mean a very lovely, warm, welcoming feeling. It can just mean, it can mean all different things. And I think people need to understand that. But I just haven't had it. I had it when my grandma died, but I would like it when I, I would like some of it. When I got ill, please, can I have it? The day my father died, he was in a coma, and I remember I was asleep that morning, and in my dream, I was able to talk to him again, and he was in his right mind, and, you know, he was, like, normal again, and then when I woke up, I found out he died that afternoon. But I didn't take it to mean anything. I mean, I don't know if it did or didn't, but in my dream, it felt real, and it was good to talk to him, you know. I can tell you now, when I woke up, I've been in two comas in my life. Uh, and 
one was for a week and one was for about 48 hours. When I woke up, one of my friends had been asked to stay and talk to me because my mum was about to pop off and they thought I could hear them because when you're in ICU, they tell the family to talk to you because they can hear you. Mm -hmm. They do it to help the family. They don't do it for a person. And I can tell you, I never heard a word of it. The only thing I do know in my most recent one, when they heard, when I was in actual coma and they tried to wake me up and they put me back in a coma, I knew that my kids were safe, but I wasn't aware that my dogs were. And apparently I went mad because I thought my dogs were in the kennel. But I don't remember this. And they had to put me back into one. But when I woke up and, I, and I'm asked all these questions, do you remember me saying this? Do you remember singing a song? Do you remember this? No. For me, I don't remember any of it. I didn't experience it. In my head, I, I couldn't even remember waking up and going mad about my dog. But I remembered it afterwards. Um, I think they do it as a way to support the family, getting you talk to them. But if you had an experience when you were asleep, I think that is a true one. Like, I really believe what I believe with my grandma. Even though I lied next to her, we, she wasn't able to talk. When I was in that sleep and I was deep, and then I went home and I saw her. I don't remember. I never saw a picture of what my grandma and my uncle looked like when they were little. I never saw it. But yeah, I saw these two people. And I didn't know. Bear in mind, when I saw these two people next to my bed and I was deliriously tired because I'd had no sleep for days because I was with my grandmother and going home with half of my kids, I didn't know my grandmother died. So then when I found out that I had, and the time with my uncle and then my grandma, it wasn't until about a year later that I saw pictures and I'm like, that was them. I didn't know at the time, but I really believe them things. I do believe those things are true. I can be not religious and believe those things are true. So I but it doesn't mean there's a God dad. or a religion is correct. No, but when you're telling me you spoke to your dad, I believe that was real. And I, and I, I reckon you probably did in another realm because I, even though I'm not religious, I look into all these things. I believe in these both on earth and I see what, People do these, and I don't watch the fake ones that make all this shit up. But I do. I'm really into it. Like I really believe in this stuff, and this is what I'm saying. I believe. I respect all these things, and it's the same as when who could have told me? I didn't tell anyone. I saw a woman next to my bed with a boy. Like it took me over a year to work out as my grandmother and my uncle, for God's sake. I'd hardly even. My uncle's always in Norway, and I grew up in England, so I hardly even got to see him. And it wasn't until I discussed it one night, and then I found out with relatives that it was actually my grandmother, my uncle. How would I have known that? And that's what proved it to me, that actually what I was seeing was real. It wasn't me just being delirious and really tired. I was seeing what I saw. So when you have these things, it's like... I don't think anyone, if, if you experience something, it's your experience. You don't have to have anyone validate it. That's all I can say. And what you have with your dad, I, I, I believe that's real. And I and I think that was your dad's way of reassuring you and going, hey, guy, I'm leaving now, Jerry. This is me talking to you. That's what I believe. I'm just my opinion on it. And that's what I felt with my grandma. I felt like she was going, right, I'm with your uncle now. I'm, I'm, I'm off. Even though it was just a flash in my dream that, even though it wasn't even in my dream, I actually woke up and I was looking at it and I'm like, what am I looking at? And my ex woke up and he's like, you're right, kind of thing. I, I believe those things are real and I believe they happen and I believe they happen for a reason and I believe when we lose loved ones, I believe we get these signs and I believe everyone that gets these signs, whatever religion you're in, I believe when you lose someone, you get a sign, you'll get someone around you, you'll get a leaf falling, a, I don't know, a feather, or you'll have just weird things happen. I believe 
I believe it's a loved one, and that's what I believe, and I'm not even religious. That's what I believe. Thank you for uh, talking I, I with me about this. I appreciate it. I'm more, I'm more than happy to do it again, Jerry. You know, um, thank you for asking me, and um, I will send you. Uh, I'm going to go through what I have in regards to the Satanism side, and I will send you that. Um, I don't think um, Jay will mind. I'm not going to breach any of his personal stuff. Anything he gave me generic, I will send you. And I have um, his email address too, but I haven't reached out to him yet. Go for it. I think, um, if anything, I think if he's going through a hard time and you reach out and you're interested, it might even help him, Jerry. I really do. You never know. He might be sitting there suffering alone right now. And he, if just talking to someone about it, I know he's really interested in talking to me about it when I asked him. Because I didn't know at first when I knew him. I only found out in passing, which is why I asked him about it. And he was eager to tell me. So, you know, reach out to him. He's not ashamed of it. I can tell you that. He's, you know, and I'm, I'm sure it might even help him. Maybe it will. Um, I will thank you for asking me anyway, Jerry, and I will speak to you offline. All right. <laughs> you have a good night. Bye. Right. And you. Bye.